You are now listening to Just a Queen from the Nine Dimes. Neighbors think I'm selling dope. Tell them, tell your parents how they feel. They were brought up to 
you know, when adults are talking, you know, you leave the room. Of course, that's still the same today. Like, I would want my future kids, hey, I'm talking. You get your ass somewhere. Go play outside. Something. Um, But it also, certain things mean, I guess, people in my generation learning more about mental health and especially about mental health in the black communities, they want to know more about as far as, you know, what triggered certain things that happened in their life. And that's something I had to deal with myself where I was wondering what triggered certain things and certain feelings and certain actions that happened in my life. Of course, you are always a reflection of your parents. You are your mom. You are your dad. No matter if you like them, you love them, what the fuck ever. You are a part of them. But it's up to you to figure out who you really are. Just as it was up to our parents to figure out who they really are. And I feel like some of our parents, what was that? I think it was a quote on Facebook saying something about, you know, you got to forgive your parents because they still haven't healed from the things their parents did to them. I forgive you, but I ain't you. I'm not going to sit around and not say anything. I'm not going to sit around and be disrespected by my parents, especially if they taught me not to, you know, not to be disrespected by anybody. That goes for you too, bruh. Like, you know, I'm grown. I pay my own bills. I don't ask for anything. I thank God for them. They love me to them. However, it's just certain things that happen that we as a younger generation feel. And I'm not going to go to the younger, younger, because I'm a 90s baby, 1990. I ain't going to go younger than that. Like, I don't know what y'all 2000 babies doing out there. Y'all are different type of podcast episodes, so I'm going to leave that right there. But it's it's things like that that you don't find out until you finally reach deep inside yourself or even go to therapy. Because, you know, when we're young, of course, you're going to obey your parents. You're going to listen to your parents. They have all the answers. They're always right, especially when you go through something and they told you how it was going to end up and it end up that way. Yes, that is like everything. However, it's about the level of respect. If, you know, if black families, they always want to, they, they would say, when I have children, I want my children to be better than me. However, it seems like when that happens, when they have children and their children become a little bit better than them in life, they become jealous. That's just not cool at all because I would want my children to be way better than me. I would want them to not stress. I would not want them to not feel like, um, feel bad when they're judged. Basically not to give a fuck, to live your life. And if they can do that better than what I did or what I'm doing in my life, then I, hey, either I did something great or God did something great. Somebody did something great. And I wouldn't be jealous of that fact. Um, that's why I, I feel like that quote, live your best life, live your best life now so that and it, it doesn't matter what age. I've been recently reading the Charlemagne um, book, Shook One, and in the beginning pages, you know, he was talking about, I think he was in his late 30s, how he got fired and had to move back in with his mom and his wife at the time had to move in with her mom or his girl. I don't know what their situation was, but you 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 always have time to live your best life no matter how old you are it does not matter you don't have to live your best life in your 20s because your 20s 
this shit is rough. I could cry every fucking day if I wanted to. Because I'm in my 20s. I'm still trying to figure shit out. Like, and they say when you turn 30, you're like finding like, fuck it. You know, I'm going to do whatever. No, I, I don't believe that. I feel like when you when you just continue to live your best life and you continue to make the fuck ups and the mistakes that you can own up to and learn from, then that's what living your best life is. Um, but I feel like some of us in our generation and people who are my age, it's like we're paying the price for what our grandparents did to our parents and which is not cool because my thing is everybody, when I say everybody can get it, family included, that's family included. You know, I love my parents to death. However, raising me to, you know, be a woman, to be respected, I have to tell you how you made me feel at some point. If you made me feel a certain type of way and I'm just now getting to the age where I can understand it, I have to tell you that. That because holding things for me, holding things in for me, that means I'm going to release it to someone else. And I'm going to do the same thing that that person I'm telling who hurt me do it to me. You know what I'm saying? And so I like to, um, other than seek validation because that's my feel like that's my weakest point right now in my life I like to tell people how I really feel as far as you know about them and that includes my parents now I feel like some black family members they take it to the point where if you tell them hey this is how you made me feel when you did this or you said this they're looking at it as a bad parent I'm not looking at that as a bad parent I'm looking at it as, I'm just, let me tell you how, how how you made me feel. I wouldn't want my future kids to come up to me and say, Mom, when you told me to shut the hell up, this is how you made me feel. So we can sit down and talk and I can tell you why I told you to shut the hell up and I apologize that I made you feel that way and we can keep a pushing. I want that open communication. But it seems like, um, what's that? It's another quote on Facebook. Um, It says, uh, I got it. Black families need to drop the mentality that is disrespectful to speak up for yourself. Like, it's not disrespectful to speak up for yourself, especially when you pay your own bills, you got your own money and things like that. That is not disrespectful at all. It, 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 now, it can be, depends on how you communicate it. Like, don't, please don't cuss at your parents. No matter how mad I be at my parents, one thing I don't do is just like God blocking me because he know I'm, I'm going to get slammed through the phone if I do. I do not curse. Raise your voice. Yeah, I, I can admit I do that. But it's, it's the way you communicate certain things. And you can actually sit down and have a conversation. Hey, you made me feel like this when I was young. So, you know, things like that. I don't, I think black families, they take it as disrespect. And they look at it, and especially parents, you know, an older generation, down south parents, they look at it as, I'm your parent, uh, whether it's right or wrong, you still got to respect me. Nah, bruh, that's not how it goes. That's not how it goes. So that's, that's teaching me when I get older, if you're saying that, that I'm your boss, whether it's right or wrong, you gonna do this shit. That's not cool. Because... Everything you say to a child, it has levels and it hits them a certain point in their life and it changes them. So that's why they always say you watch what you say around kids. You literally do have to watch what you say. 
Um, it was certain things that was said to me when I was younger that hurt me that I felt like as I grew older and did this and went out for this, I heard that that same type of voice in my head of what that certain family member has said to me. So that's not cool at all. You have to watch, black families have to watch what they say. Um, and I'm not talking about the normal whooping, the normal beating, but you really have to communicate with your children to see where their mindset is at. Um, black families got to start getting into motion that our mental health matters uh, because they, you know, they, it's always the black families that be like, he don't need no medicine. Ain't nothing wrong with him. Now, I don't agree with the medicine point. Some of it. Some of it. Because some, some medicine is needed for some children or some adults with mental health problems. But saying that, oh, they're fine, that's not cool. So it's kind of like you, you, you're, you're, you're steady putting just dirt on top of it while it's just falling off. You're putting dirt on top of it. You're just burying it. And then one day, that person's going to explode. And then you wonder why that person may not have good relationships with other people, with friends, with girlfriends, boyfriends, marriages, and things like that. You have to be really open. And I feel like some of us at my age pay the price because our parents didn't speak up for themselves within, you know, their childhood, which is, it's understandable, but, you know, black families, the toxic part about it is, a lot of black parents always use the phrase, well, you know, if you stop talking to me or um, I'm not going to be here tomorrow and then it, it's, it's going to be your fault or things like that. Everybody got to die, bruh. Everybody got to die. Whether I'm mad or I'm happy with a family member, I'm still going to be sad that they if they left this earth. I may die before them. And so what they going to be saying? I don't think they're going to be saying anything. They're going to be crying and boohooing and probably saying, oh, I wish I would have never said one day I'm going to be dead. That does not matter. Well, to me, it doesn't. And hopefully to other people, it doesn't either. Because everybody has to die. We got we to go one day, one, one way or, or the other. I might go to sleep tonight and I might not fucking wake up. And so what, what some of my family members going to say? They can't say anything. So using that, that it's like a threat. Uh, just like in Charlemagne's book, I know in the first chapter, he was mentioning how um, his dad told him about the boogeyman and stuff like that. Putting those things in your child's mind, it really scares them. Especially, in, like he said, especially as a black man, black young child, you raised up and you always, and you already raised to be scared of the world. Now you're scared of some boogeyman. Now you think every big drug dealer is the boogeyman and you, you relate that or correlate that person to the boogeyman. That's just, that's just crazy. Like my children, it ain't going to be no Santa. So if your kids are listening right now, ain't going to be no Santa. It ain't going to be no tooth fairy. It ain't going to be none of that shit. Like. It's going to be, I give you this shit. That's it. That's how life works. Christmas is about giving and love, just like any holiday is. So just putting things in children's minds can actually affect them when they grow older in their adulthood. And I feel like with some of our parents, when the things that they held in from their childhood because they couldn't say something 
or if they didn't or if they did say um something then it was looked up as bad so they will apologize don't apologize them for saying how you feel but make sure you communicate it in a fair and respectful way because we don't want to be disrespectful at all but again everybody can get it including family cousins mama daddy aunt uncle every single one of them and i think people are my age where we're taking better it's like people my age around in the 28s who was born in a 88s to 90s taking more better care of our mental health we're trying to teach our parents that and all we get from our parents is that's some new age type shit like this it's not if you want to call it that you can call it that however I'm trying to better myself and we're trying to better ourselves for our future children, for the future children of the world. So they don't have those same problems because mental health, it, it, it doesn't get better if you don't correct it. It's just going to get worse and it's going to get worse till motherfuckers out here just killing people and killing their own family members because of shit like that. Um, so I always say, like, I am not my parents. I'm not going to take anything from y'all. That you took from your your parents from my grandparents i'm not you so i'm gonna tell you how i feel if it seems disrespectful if you say i'm disrespectful then so be it but i wanted to get i want to get it out my system before i start living my life and ruining some relationships and you know messing up my i'm not saying messing up my kids but hindering my kids from certain things like i felt some type of hindrance you know what i mean so I guess in all, it was this this subject is very touchy. It's a touchy subject that I see quotes about every two seconds on Facebook, even on Instagram, and it's like people. It's it's coming out a little bit more, so it's getting a little bit louder. So you ever be listening to the radio, and then it's just it's just like real low, it's real low, and then it gets louder, like someone turning up the volume. It's getting to the point where instead of seeing it like probably every two posts, every three posts, you're seeing it every post. Every person walking around has had some type of toxic black family member. And, you know, I don't mean to put color on it, but again, I am black. So I'm going to talk about black people. I don't know about the other colors. I'm going to talk about black people. So, you know, if you are someone that you feel like you have, you are that toxic family member, look deep inside yourself. Get counseling. What the hell are we taking all, all that money from, you know, our checks for having health benefits and, you know, retirement and shit like that if you ain't putting it to good use? So, do that. Like, it's nothing wrong with a fucking counselor. It's nothing wrong wrong those are the best people my therapist is the best because she didn't know me so i can go in there and talk until this day she still doesn't really know me to give me any type of bias advice and what they do is they don't give you advice they basically repeat everything you fucking say to them to you and you be like hmm i didn't think about it that way so it's kind of like making you think for yourself and that's something that I actually needed with growing up trying to seek validation from others of when things happen in my life, I try to seek validation of, I don't know what to do. And being and then after that, telling my business and then being scared of judgment. All that I get from a certain family member, I'm not going to say, but 
that could have been that could have been helped when I was a little bit younger. Um, but again, I'm not I'm not saying don't love toxic black family members who don't love them. Now, if they keep going, then sometimes you gotta separate yourself because nothing toxic is good. Like anything that is toxic is is not it's not good at all. So if you have to separate yourself to allow them to get better, as long as you say what you gotta say, you separate yourself and you live your best life. And you correct yourself. And hopefully that that family member follows in your steps. And if they don't, hopefully they get get the help. Because it runs down in the line. I don't I don't even know where to start. Like I wouldn't even know where to start with the research or anything like that. So I, you know, things like that, I just wanna I just wanna touch on and just bring to light because again, it's coming out deeper and deeper and louder and louder now these days. Um, now that all of that, that was the topic of the day in the episode. Um, I didn't really change up the podcast too much. I still want to promote some people and I am not, I am not ready at all. But I did want to report, report, support some people. So, of course, support my friends' businesses and things like that. I do want to shout out to um, my friend, longtime friend. We went to elementary, went 6th, 7th, and 8th grade together. Then we went to different high school because I had moved to Germany and then moved back to Fayetteville, military life. Um, Her name is Tierra Burns. Tierra was in my sixth grade class. I met her in sixth grade. Um, I think she was in my, she, we, I think we went to the same elementary school. Um, but she does have a book out. Uh, it's called Bombarding Heaven and Unity, Prayer Book for Healing. That is Tierra Burns. Um, you can get it at your local Barnes and Nobles. I'm believing she said Amazon as well. Or you can go to www.tierraburns.com. And just pick up her book. Uh, she has daily spiritual quotes um, from the Bible, help you from healing. Um, I got to see, I know, I think her Instagram is the at Tierra Burns, but I'm not sure. Yeah, well, it's actually underscore Tierra, T I E R R A B U R N S, Tierra Burns. Um, and yeah, so she is a licensed minister. Um, she is in the army, or I think she she still is. Yeah, I think she still is. But she is an awesome person. She's always been awesome since sixth grade. And we we went to the same church, Mount Olive Missionary Baptist Church in Fayetteville, North Carolina. So shout out to Mount Olive. She praised dance at Mount Olive. I didn't praise dance there. I praised dance at the church in Germany. Vogelway, shout out to y'all too. Um. Let me see another person I was going to mention, and I think I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. But check out everyone. Check out Charlemagne the God's book, Shook One. It is a amazing book. I haven't read a book like that in a long time. I actually I've never read a book like that. So please check out his book. His book is on Amazon. Make sure you get that Amazon Prime for the free shipping for the low low. Um, of course.
course, I would try to be back every week. Not try, but I will. I do have some other episodes in mind and written up and things like that. I hope y'all enjoy your Thanksgiving feast. Um, I'm recording this the day before Thanksgiving because I'm off for the next four days. So I'm excited. So I hope everyone enjoys their Thanksgiving feast. After Thanksgiving, get back in the gym because our asses need to work out and get fit to eat again come Christmas because it's coming soon. Um, I would like to thank everyone who supported me so far, especially who's still been supporting me while I did the change and I was out. Um, want to thank everybody, Raquel, uh, Tanisha, Erin, Toy, and, um, girl, I, I forgot, forgot other people's names, but everyone, and I mentioned those girls because they're in my mental health group chat. Oh, Austin, Austin and you heard, soon to be, um, and I want to thank everyone. Um, so shout out to everyone. I hope you have a blessed Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. Shout out to my engineer, my love, King Bob. Follow him on Instagram, K-B-N-G-B-A-K for if you need any engineering on podcasts, intro beats, outro beats, a beat for anything, just hit him up because he's the bomb. And we up here, we, yeah, we, we got a lot of things to plan. So yeah, hit him up. So, and that's all. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode and y'all have a wonderful holiday. Fuck I am.